Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours. Don't miss it. Register and learn more at traumatreatmentcollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Welcome to our first time listeners and welcome back to our followers. Today we are talking about fighting imposter syndrome in our trauma treatment career journey. I was thinking about things I wanted to talk about this week and I ran across some writings from back in 2021 about imposter syndrome and I read over them because just the other day I found myself questioning my career goals. Before I knew it, imposter syndrome was setting in on me. So even as I share these words with you today, I too am taking them in. So let's get started. At some point in your trauma treatment journey, you will face imposter syndrome. It may show up as fear that you do not know what you are doing, or it may be worry that someone will discover you are not who you say you are professionally. Imposter syndrome is a normal, I would even say predictable part of the journey. It is not if it will happen, but rather when it will happen. I remember my first encounter It was when I was assigned my first client in graduate school. I constantly questioned myself, wondering if I had what it took to help this client or if they would discover that I didn't know anything. Looking back, the truth was I had what it took to help them. I had received a bachelor's degree in human service counseling and I had taken a semester of graduate school coursework. I knew some things. I had to learn how to quickly identify imposter syndrome, remember my accomplishments, and walk in my most confident self to combat the syndrome. Let's slow that down a little and look at each one of them a little more closely. So, identify it. Many of us have heard that the first step in recovery is admitting you have a problem. Identifying that the negative self-talk, second-guessing your skill set, and feeling completely incompetent are all signs of imposter syndrome is vital to quickly overcoming the syndrome. Being able to quickly identify where the symptoms are coming from helps you deal with the root of the issue and stop it from becoming a bigger problem. Take time to learn your warning signs for imposter syndrome so you can quickly identify the symptoms next time they attack. The next one is remember your accomplishments. Taking time to remind yourself of your education, postgraduate training, and experience you have is another key in overcoming imposter syndrome. The brain is designed to focus on the negative. It is a way to keep us safe. Intentionally reminding yourself of the accomplishments you have and how these achievements equip you to meet the needs of your clients is vital to overcoming imposter syndrome. Take some time to write down what you have done thus far to prepare as a trauma treatment professional. Use the list to remind yourself the next time you must deal with imposter syndrome. And finally, develop your confident self. Once you have identified the imposter syndrome and reminded yourself of your accomplishments, it is important to walk in your most confident self. We all have a part of us that feels confident. Some people's confident part is well-developed while others could use some attention. 
Use your imagination and see yourself doing things that make you feel confident and competent. It could be treating a client or it could be uh, something completely different. The more you can create this imagery and get to know this part of yourself, the more it will be valuable to you when you are faced with overcoming imposter syndrome. Being able to connect with the most confident part of yourself and embody that part helps you to feel less overwhelmed by imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a common part of the trauma treatment journey. It will come and go, but it does not mean you have to be held hostage by it when it shows up. Taking time to learn your warning signs, have a list of accomplishments ready to go, and being well connected to your most confident part of of self are all ways to fight against and overcome the imposter syndrome. Well, that's it for the day. Just wanted to encourage you as you are on this trauma treatment career journey that you will face imposter syndrome, even as I just faced it the other week. So I want to just remind you of some things that you can do to fight back. Well, take good care. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.